so much fun doing this. Yeah. Oh, I have so much fun doing it. Me too, man. Hey, guys. It's the pals. We're and back. We're back. And if you heard that little snippet at the beginning, we're having a lot of fun doing this. Uh, this time, this episode, we had an awesome guest on. Rick. And I'm your co-host, Ricky Liorti. <laughs> and I'm Jordan Boutsalis. And this back week, to you, Rick. Yeah. And this week... We had a very special guest on, one half of Crash Adams. Uh, we had Crash on. We met him a, a while back. Honestly, these guys are up to some amazing things. Great content coming out. Amazing music. You really got to take a listen because these guys are on their way to superstardom. Yeah. Their vibe, their music, their persona, like just their swagger, everything about them is incredible. Crash was an awesome guest, guys, and uh, they're doing some really exciting stuff, and their music is fantastic. Give this episode a listen. It's a great one. Uh, we'll tag all of their content in our in the bio in the description. Uh, my pal, LFG. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We're live. Welcome. We've got uh, one of our good pals, Crash Adams. What's well, we've, going we've got on? Crash today. So let's start off with a little cheers. Yeah, cheers. Crash, cheers, Crash bought the cheers. booze. Thanks for the beers. Yeah. No problem. So we a are on Corona Lights. Yeah. Feels on brand for. Yeah. Uh, feels on brand. Now speaking of on brand, we got the uh, the suit game. Yeah. I love the suits. We have to love we have the to. suits. Fired up. get on brand. Crash on his brand. Baby, big supporters of it. Do you know what's so, so funny? When justice. I thought about this, yeah, yeah. we um, it's funny because John uh, Krasinski, when he does his good news, some good news, some over, good news. Yeah, he does exactly what we do. He suited up from the waist up. Yeah, can't That's can't funny. see our shorts and our, our workout gear below. We'll so see you. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Maybe. But uh, Crash, one half of Crash Adams, yep. welcome to the Pals Podcast. Thanks for having me. Pleasure. I appreciate Pleasure. that. Yeah, it's been a, a little uh, long overdue. We met in mm-hmm. Miami back probably what, the beginning of the year? Late last year? Just yeah, like, year. just New Year's right yeah, around yeah. there. Yeah, so what, uh, I guess, what have you been up to during this whole COVID stuff? Right now, we've been, we've been trying to push as much as we can on social media. Um, we, we've, we've made a... a a bit of music. We have a lot of music that we've already stockpiled throughout, so we didn't really need to make too much music, but we've been honestly just hitting up influencers on TikTok, trying to get our song out there on TikTok. We're making a bunch Sorry of TikToks. Uh, George doesn't have TikTok. He doesn't know. like You don't have TikTok. Massive on TikTok. You know what? You like, should get on TikTok. A couple million, <laughs> like, yeah, like really? huge TikTokers. It's, 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 it's going well. Like, I highly recommend, especially with Pal's podcast, I highly recommend you get on TikTok. Yeah? yeah. We'd have some funny, uh, like, back You're a big TikToker. Oh, no, I'm not. No, no, I haven't got it because I'm trying to stay, like, less social media and all that stuff, and I'm, like, typically preoccupied with Instagram. Okay, makes sense. But I will say, like, when I see some TikToks on, like, Instagram, I'm like, okay, it's kind of funny. I see the appeal, but I was like, no, I got to stay strong. I'm not getting it. I'm not It's great to grow whatever you're trying to grow. Yeah. Well, tell us about the red couch. Yeah. Explain it to him because he's never seen it, and some well, of our no. Well, might the red not. couch is, is the, the it's been your cover art for all your photos, yep. stuff like that. So yeah, like how did that? Yeah, because I don't know anything about it. How did that come about? Yeah, so that we've had at my studio for when I say my studio, it's it's my uncle who has he's had a studio for since I've been growing up, since I was born. So oh, wow. that couch was actually my grandmother's 
from when she came to Canada. Like that was one of the first couches she had. She saved it. It ended up in our studio. We were kind of just, we would lounge on it. Yeah. Adams, he would take naps on it, all that kind of thing. And, and basically we saw it one day and we were just like, you know what, let's, let's bring it around. Let's take photos on it. And, and it led to what it led to, which we, we brought it on the streets of Toronto. We brought it in the middle of an intersection. Yeah, Young, Young and Dundas. Dundas. Went to Young and Dundas where that crosswalk is. Yeah, yeah. We figured might as well take a photo there. So we did that. We filmed it. We just threw the video up on TikTok just randomly. Got a million views. And then we were just like, whoa. Kind of started making more and more and yeah, more. And yeah. that's kind of how it started. So it kind of kinda like couch. became almost like your signature. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously with the suits and everything, but like it's part of your brand kind of thing now. Yeah, as yeah. Of like recognition. We bring it everywhere. We bring it everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Fires me. So if you guys, go, so if you bring it everywhere now, so like if you guys, let's say you have shows, you have, I mean, obviously now it's kind of postponed and all that stuff, but yeah. any upcoming shows or tour stuff, would that be part of like the whole thing? Or is it yeah. more so for just like photo opportunities no, and all that? No, it's for honestly everything. Like yeah. we... We definitely want to include it in as many shows as we can. Like, very cool. Wait till we start. Wait till we get on some big tours. You guys are gonna laugh. Yeah. With some of the ideas we have behind the whole couch. Yeah, so yeah I love be, it. Well, you guys, I'm really. I, I will say, like, again, I'm not a TikTok thing, but like, based off like what I've seen from Spotify and and kind of stuff on your Instagram and all that, like. The brand, I'll say the brand is strong. Like one of the big things, obviously, I guess, is like the brand recognition that comes with it. And you guys seem to be doing a really good job with it. So very Thank exciting. I'm very, very excited to see what comes out of that. Thank you. Well, yes. how did you and, uh, and Adams meet? We were, I know you guys have been friends forever. Oh, sorry. I don't yeah, know yeah, that. I just know that from social media. Yeah. So we, our moms, our moms were good friends. So yeah. So by default, we by kind of <laughs> met. Yeah. It was, we always used to hang out. He's a great soccer player. We always, we always used to play soccer. And then he was a great guitarist. We kind of just, we, we literally just knew each other through, through our entire lives. I knew he always played guitar. And then I was DJing at Western and, uh, shout out UWO. Yeah. <laughs> I have three, three grads here. Yeah. yeah I love it. it. I love That's it. Big. That's big. Wait, what year did you graduate? So I was 2017, 2017. Oh, so a little younger. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I was DJing there. I was making music. Well, he knew Sam Resnick too, actually. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, guy, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we had him on the other day. He met like me and uh, I don't. I, I, I was almost saying your real name there. I was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> 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 but me and Crash we were talking the other day, and uh, he's like, "Yeah, I know Sam too." I was like, "Small world." Yeah, yeah. yeah he gave me my first show ever up on Carling. Uh, up on Carling. that's my first show ever as a DJ. Yeah. Sam uh, Resnick. Up on Carling. Up on no. Carling. Yeah, up on Carling Patio. I've been up on Carling Patio my first show. The, that. You know, no, like that, that elevated DJ yeah, booth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing that in front of 10 lit. people, I thought I was gangster. I know. <laughs> I was like fist bumping. <laughs> I was like, like, I need another bottle. I'm playing like yeah. bangers and everyone like, my guys, people are loving it. And like people are just standing around having cigarettes. Just me, me and my, yeah. my friends, that's it. That's so crazy. When, so yeah. when was your first show? Like, um, what? This was in maybe 2013. I, I think it was, no, 2012, 2012. Okay. okay. 2012 or 2013, one of them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was just in first year. I met, uh, I was in my res and... I we had you know with their softs yeah, uh, yeah softs yeah. for the people that don't know they're just like a second year person that's just they're meant to mentor the first years and just kind of help them out um yeah. so uh, my soft introduced me to uh introduced me to Andrew and from there he he we just hung out for a bit he called Sam Resnick Sam Resnick was like okay I'll see what this kid can do put he gave me up on Carling yeah and that's kind of how we just became friends and and the whole the whole promo scene started yeah, for that. Yeah. I watched, yeah. it's, it's it's a tight close. It's a tight knit community. The oh, promo for sure, world. for sure. And that's how. So you got. So originally started like was it? 
did you start by DJing or were you always producing, messing around with music from a young age? Like what came first? Cause like for myself, I started as like DJ. a DJ. I mean, I played like clarinet, <laughs> then I went to drums yeah. growing up, which are weird transition. And then from drums, cause I knew I like kind of keep tempo and all that. I went into DJing and then a little bit of production. Not very good. Uh, <laughs> no, you had so a mashup. You had a mashup. A couple, couple of nice part. mashups. They, they nice were pretty big. Yeah. Uh, but for you, was it like, what came first? Uh, it was kind of at the same time, uh, DJing, DJing and producing. Okay. I had always, I'd always liked producing just because I kind of knew from the beginning, and you can't you you can't separate yourself as a as a DJ, so you have to Very be able true. to you have to be able to make your own stuff. Yep. So I was terrible though. I was so bad. Yeah. I thought I was sick. <laughs> when you which, first which started me going, oh, yeah. yeah. Always the case. Are you here? You're like, this is a oh, wicked. I can't wait to like, drop oh this. my god. Like, and your and your friends are like, oh yeah, this is great. But like, they're probably like, this guy sucks. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what that's like. I remember that when I first got, um, what did I use? Uh, Logic Studio. Yeah. So when I was DJing, I could make matchups pretty good. Like I think I had a bit of an ear for it. I could mix in the same key. Uh, and then I was like, you know what? Let me start making my own like original stuff. And I remember the first time um, I did it. I lived with Alexander Moretti. Um, Moretti used to promote with uh, with Rick. But anyways, I lived with, with him and another buddy. And I remember like my first time messing with Logic, I was like, making this like sound. I was like, oh, this sounds sick. It's a good hook. And like I played it. They're like, oh yeah, yeah, it's sick. And then I remember like a couple months later, I was like, oh my gosh, do you actually think it was sick? He's like, man, that was the worst <laughs> thing I've ever heard. He's like, we didn't want to hurt your yeah, feelings. Yeah, your first song bad. ever. But anyways, I know, I know what you mean. I can definitely relate. Your friend oh, just kind of pump you up a little bit, eh? Yeah. But hey, he kept kept going because i thought i was sick and then started to get you start to get pretty good afterwards yeah. right so so but, when did you and adam say like you know what we're gonna come together we're gonna start making music switch kind of gears away from the electro more to top 40 pop yeah i would say towards the end of university i kind of started honestly i was just i was just out every single night like oh, at man, a club I know, I know that feel and yeah. and i was just i kind of got it just got very repetitive for me Dance music seemed like there's see I I I just didn't really I didn't love it anymore I didn't love dance music yeah, anymore yeah so I kind of just been I was like okay I'm gonna be my own artist at this time I can't rely on anybody I because I was always trying to find a vocalist I was always trying to find something I was like okay I'll try to do it myself yeah called up Adams we hit we went in his basement made our song Astronauts we ended up releasing that first but like that was the first song we made together after about. That was towards, I think that was... That was your first song you made together. Yeah. It's a really good song. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I actually I watched the music video for the first time today. I, really, yeah, yeah. I thought it was really cool. Was Thank that shot, very much. shot in Toronto? I'm yeah, yeah. That was shot in his neighborhood. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. I like that. I actually got a good chuckle at the beginning that. where the kid's like scooping, the, milk? scooping <laughs> the zero on his thing. Yeah. I was like, this is great. <laughs> that's Georgie. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. No, anyways, that's, that's a great, for her first one, that, that's great. Yeah, So, that, but that's exactly why, right? Like, so we were like... This is this is good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we kept going, kept going. We we made we made music for about two and a half years before we launched. Okay. So after we launched last May, so we launched last May. So from last May for about two and a half years before, no, for two years before that, we made a bunch of music. Then we, once we had our music done, we kind of set up our business avenues that we were going to go. When we had that ready, we launched, and okay. then now a year later, by a year and a month. Yeah, a year and a month later. A little one-year anniversary. Congrats. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank congratulations. You. That's awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah, and we're, we're doing well. And how many... So you guys have how many songs out now? Is, my, is it four or five? Five? Yeah, that's five, what I thought. Five. Yep. And uh, so just even jumping back. So Astronauts is your first one. 
And like after listening to a lot of your songs, I mean, it sounds like you guys have a like you have a sound, right? Which it seems like a lot of people. Correct if I'm wrong. A lot of artists when they first start, it takes a little bit of time to find that sound. I mean, like even if you talk about EDM, you go to a lot of artists, you listen to their first couple of tracks, you can kind of tell like they're like it's very different each one, and then one hits and they kind of stick with that sound. So when you guys released Astronauts, was that really like your first one and that's a sound and it kind of hit and you just stuck with it, or were you experimenting no. with other types of sounds before that? No, we had. We had every song before we released Astronauts. We had ten songs done. Oh wow! Every song but I Caroline. Yeah, every song but Caroline was done before Astronauts. Really? Before okay. a, before we released Astronauts. Got it. Got it. So we released that. So we already knew where we were going to go. Okay. We were just thinking in terms of what are we going to release first? What are we going to release second? How do we how do we take people on a sound journey through our releases yeah, yeah. to get them to like us? on our sixth release and on our seventh release. And so that's kind of what we have to try and do. You know, it's so wow. funny you're talking about this because we had Ryan Shepard on a couple of weeks ago. And so hey, I, know, I yeah, don't know him personally, but, I, but he's, yeah. So me and Ryan dope. go way back to, we, we worked together at a company called media planet and um, Ryan was on and he did a song with loud luxury, maybe back in 2016. Yeah. The correct fill me in. Yeah. That was, that was the one. Good one. So like, he's telling the story of like how it's, like it blew up, right? It was an absolute banger. Mm. And Loud Luxury had Body to follow up on it, like whatever, six months or a year later. And then Body, ha and then Loud Luxury had a plan. Ryan Shepard just released it with them and he didn't have a plan after, right? That was, that's just, what he said? That's what he yeah. said, right? And we're like, you know what? You, you think about, yeah, you want to create music and release it, but if you don't have a, that plan and that kind of steady follow-up, because again, Ryan didn't have the follow-up and it's, you know, Fill Me In was a banger. Yeah. And it's tough really because like, you generate all this buzz and excitement. Then it's kind of like, everyone's like, what's next? What's next? Yeah. What's next? And you have to be prepared almost, right? You have to. Like the day after we released our last, we just released a song called Too Out to Touch. Yeah, banger. The, yeah, day, bang, the day after we released it, the, one of the comments on our Instagram was, when's the next song coming out? Yeah. Like, like it's that, no it's shit. that much, like immediately it's, it's that and much. And that's got to feel good turnover. too, way eh, to have people now that like, you're getting a bit of a fall or not a bit, but you guys have followers now. You have fans and people are like clamoring for that next one. Cause yeah. I guess, which I'm sure they're going to be happy to hear you guys have more in like yeah. in the, in the, uh, in the pipeline coming up, but Got you. yeah, thanks buddy. Appreciate <laughs> that. I was lost for words there. Uh, so, okay. So then even back up then. So how come, what made you decide to release astronauts first? Was there a reason for it or just, it felt like the right one? That's a good question. I've never been asked that, that question. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, we just thought it was a great intro song. Like, yeah. it, I just think it's a great intro song. Yeah, it's a, just a great intro song. Yeah, that's that makes fair, sense, right? Yeah. I think it's a it's a pretty much, it's a. It was also it was what kind of what our message like that was that's pretty much our message. Astronauts in a nutshell is our message. At the end of the day, you need to be an astronaut. You need to be the people who are thinking from Earth are not taking that next step they're not yeah, yeah, yeah. they're not because they're staying on earth they're yeah. just whatever whereas the astronaut he's the one that wants to venture out into the into the, the unknown zone of, yeah, yeah into yeah. the unknown so that's kind of that's what we're really about and very cool i figured it was it was a, it was a slow song it was just a yeah boom, yeah yeah, boom, yeah, yeah. Boom, boom. so we figured we might as well put that out first yeah okay so then astronauts, cool. astronauts came out what what's next you know you guys sitting there the momentum starting you feel yeah. it what what's next uh after we put astronauts, okay, so we put astronauts out. It got on New Music Friday Canada, which was like in Canada, it's a big deal. It's a yeah. big deal, like yeah, sure. Spotify official, like New Music yeah, Friday us, Canada. Yeah. So I think only forty songs are on it, and I'm pretty sure 40,000 40, released on Spotify per day. 
and there's and they only pick like forty songs yeah. of new music for wow. Canada. So it's a big deal. So it's a, yeah, it's a big deal. And do, I, do they pick it like did you have to like did you say we released a song or they just pick it based like is there no so you you get you get a month uh, when I upload a song on my distributor was DistroKid you can up submit to Spotify a month prior to release but you need to give them mi- minimum a month. And so they can go through and listen to the song. If they like it, they'll include it on playlists, whatever playlists it may be. There's certain smaller editorials. Then there's the ones like New Music Friday Canada. Then there's the big, big ones, yeah, which yeah. are like New Music Friday, where it's like worldwide Drake and Ed Sheeran and yeah. Ariana Grande. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, so we got we got on New Music Friday Canada with that song right out the gates, which was like, what? Wow. And yeah. our second song, we put out, we waited too long. We waited about three, I think three and a half months before we put out our second song, it was too long. Our song went like this and it started to come down, but even, but it, it, the only reason it started to come down was because we weren't, we were growing on social media, but not a crazy amount and put out our second song. Didn't do as well. Um, I still think it's a fantastic song, but uh, didn't do as well. We were, so we were like, okay, screw it. We have to put out another song quick. We put out Ooh with a music video and we put it out. We so catchy put too. it out on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm like singing in my head. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, so we put it out. On, we put it out on TikTok. Once we put it out on TikTok, we got a bunch of views on TikTok, which kind of sparked all our views to in the other two songs to start yep. rising as well. Okay, and that kind of gave you a little bit more growth, a little momentum, and then pushed you. And then, yeah. how long ago? Like, roughly, how long ago was this? This was January. Okay. Like so we kind of kicked off your year and, yeah. I got, and it kind of swung some more momentum and kind of got you guys back in like yeah. kind of in that growth mode again, keeping you at the forefront. Yeah. From like from May to December, the end of December, a few people found us. The people who found us were like, yo, I like, I like what you got going on. We only had two songs out at the time. They're like, I like what you got going on. In January, once we released Ooh and once we got on TikTok, more people started to find us. And they would hear the previous two songs too. They were waiting for the next one. We put out Caroline as the next one. Yeah. And then that one's a banger. That like it was. I think that was a good <clears throat> move putting that out because all the fans that had found us loved it, and we they told a bunch more people, yeah, yeah. and then it kind of. Well, yeah, I was gonna say. So tell us, Caroline releases, and, is and that was that your big like aha moment, or was it the contest? Like that one from last no. episode, the aha <laughs> moment. Hey, remember that? Nah, you know what? There's no aha moment yet. I I I think. It, see, my big aha moment was before we even did it. Like I, I, I have no doubt in my mind that, that it's already done. It's already like, we've already made it. There's, there's I no like question. That. There's no question by far we've made it. It's just a matter of just keep going and going and going and going and going. So like, even like the 10K was a mate, it was, it was fantastic. But the very next thing was like, okay, where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of how it is. So why don't you tell us about the contest? Obviously, that's a massive thing. You know, like yeah, I, I don't know much about YouTubers, and, and Georgie might know a little bit more about that than me. But I mean, I forayed in vlogging once, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know Vacation a whole George. lot. Yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't why don't you tell us about up. that? You know, that's I guess started at the beginning of COVID. Yeah, basically, right? Started. It started. Yeah, because of COVID, we we had so we. This is how it all kind of. No, no, no. So they. We found Ryan Trahan, I guess through through TikTok. Um, we saw that he was doing a contest. Uh, this was, I think, this was a month into COVID. And he's like COVID. a massive YouTuber, right? Like yeah, a couple yeah, million subscribers, YouTuber, yeah. right? Yeah, he's got a, yeah he's got a couple mil. And him and his whole 
And he's got, and the way he set it up is fantastic because he's got a house with all of his buddies, and all of his buddies are all content makers, and his and his fiance, they're all they're all content makers, and they're amazing, and. So they make great content. They all grew together. So what they want to do because of COVID is they put on a talent show. They were giving away 10K American. Um, a bunch of They said 10,000 entries were in the talent show. So wow. they put that on. We ended up making it to the top 50. In the top 50, we had Caroline had just came out, so we performed Caroline. Um, we made it through barely. Like <laughs> There was a poll. There was a poll after we made it through that said, who's your favorite to – who do you want – it was who do you want to automatically advance to the top four? We were dead last. Like, <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, we were like, we had like 1% of the vote. And like, oh, shit. yeah, we were dead last. So the second round we had, we ever, and everyone was like, these Crash Adams guys, they, they're just in because they have money, blah, 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 blah. So we went in the second round and uh, we played, we brought our band this time. So we, okay. we, we performed, we performed Too Out to Touch. It wasn't out yet. It, it was going to be coming out the week after. They loved it. Everyone loved it. We ended up making it through the top four. We we performed a medley in the top four against. There was a couple other great great singers, and uh, and then we won. So wow. it was it was lit. It was, <laughs> that was like that. Like, I remember watching. I was like, man, this is insane. Against yeah. ten thousand entries. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, it was it was wild. And like and the fact that it wasn't even and okay, the money the money is fantastic because now we have we had no budget before. Like we literally were just bootstrapping it as. As much as we can, just yep. trying to offer favors for favors, right? That's what me yeah. and George were with this podcast. Like, hey, man, like, can you please <laughs> right? share it? Like, at the end of the day, we like, threw a little the, bit of budget into this. Yeah, so we got, we got six out up here. <laughs> yeah, but even this, even this is not nearly enough to for oh, what you no, need compared. Yeah. Imagine like the marketing budget that goes into some of these. Some like of call these, her daddy oh, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. imagine the like Joe Rogan. Yeah, exactly. So we had we kind of were just doing it by word of mouth. So this helped big time from that. But even the fact that his platform. People were seeing us like we were on his live, and there was seven thousand people on his live. Wow! And never mind the content he made from this, right? Right. So it was just like, damn, like these. If people liked us, we were going to be seen. Yeah. Which kind of, which helped us out big time. And do you think so? Have you seen a big increase in like viewership in like quote unquote fans and all that as a result of winning this? Like, did you see? Talk about it, the followers. Yeah, like, did mm-hmm. it happen as progression? Like, so you got past round one. It's like, okay, you know, we got some more fans, some more people saw us, yeah. they liked us. Did it grow like that? And then, or did it just, like, at the end when you won, was it a big boom? Like, how did that No, it was gradual. Look? It was gradual. Yeah. It was, like, after, I think, before round one, we had, like, 2,000 followers, I think. I would say, I, I'm measuring it in followers. But sure. Like, at the end of the day, followers is not necessarily the best fans, metric. Yeah, like you want, you want people that love you. You want, yeah. you yeah, basically yeah. want friends as yeah. fans, right? Yeah. So you want engagement, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's a good way to look. I never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like you want people that want to just chill with you. Yeah. So, so we first round after we won the first round, we went from I think like two thousand to to three thousand, something like that. We got a lot of followers right off the bat, and then mm-hmm. it was when the video came out, we got more, a couple hundred at a time. Yeah. yeah. When we made the top four, we went from I think like we went from three thousand to. <laughs> from 3000 to 7000 something like wow. that. Yeah, from the top 4. And then when we won, we went up to like we doubled. Yeah, we we yeah, we doubled basically. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. That's pretty big growth in a couple months. Yeah, it was in 2 months. In 2 months, so our Spotify has gone up by 6 times our uh our like in terms of just streams and followers and it's gone up by 6 times. Our uh our Instagram has I think gone up by four times our tiktok has doubled our uh like it's it's but crazy. your tiktok was already going too yeah, it was, before it was that going, right? like, but now it, it doubled our youtube we went from eight 
800 subscribers to like 7k subscribers yeah like, insane because the thing is once you have those subscribers too and like these like steady fans when you pr- put something out there you know you've got this like basic fan base even if it's not a banger you know you've got x amount of people that are going to be seeing this song this track yeah. it's like and then once they like it okay then it doubles or triples or you get one and a half times whatever it is but like once you have that strong like base yeah. or those subscribers or the followers or whatever mm-hmm. it's so much easier to get it in front of more people's ears yeah exactly it is it is you at the end of the day you look more you look you look more established you look yeah and and people w- are more likely to give you that shot as yeah. opposed to if you show up with a thousand followers, like as much as I would, to be honest, I, I would never do that to somebody because I was there. So yeah. I would always, and I, and I believed I was, I, th- I believe I'm the greatest from even with a thousand followers. So yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, I would always give another person a shot at that. But, but for the most part, not everybody's like that. So it's when you, when you get to that 10 K, when you get to, it looks a little more official when you're reaching out yeah, to people yeah. for partnerships or any. It's funny you say that. We actually, uh, we had, uh, low on, friend, almost low on battery here. I can swap it out. It's fine. Okay. I we're going, we're okay. Um, we actually had a friend on last episode and we were talking to him. Um, and like you, we were joking about how like, or he said, he's like, you know, whenever I have these ideas of things I want to come up with, cause he came up with his own company. He's like, you know, you have to really believe in yourself. You have to th- be to the point where you're so overconfident. You're like, I'm yeah. the smartest guy in the room or I'm the most talented guy, even though at certain times you're like, okay, obviously I'm not the best at this, but you yeah. have to believe it. Right. Cause yeah. if you don't believe it, no one's going to believe in you. You have to be I, your own biggest champion. I so I mean, like part, you kind of I think part of believing in it, I think part of believing in it is being open to learning though, too, for sure. Which means that like, even though you might think you're the greatest in a room, you're also open to ideas from other people who also think they're the greatest in For the room sure. to help add to your greatness, right? Like of that's course. yeah. Of- it's even what Freddie said too, because he's like he's got partners now, and he says nine times out of ten they shut down my ideas. Yeah, and they they explain to me that you know slow down a bit, relax, settle down. But he goes that one time out of ten, right? Yeah. Like he's like, let's go. So, but that's the thing too is like even like yourself, like when you're in, I guess. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but coming up as an artist, like when when Rick asked him, what's your aha moment? You're like, you know, we think we've like made it. Like we feel like yeah. we have that sound. Like you have to believe that, right? I mean, yeah. even though you're still, I'm sure you're learning always, you're testing always. this tweaking, yep. you're taking feedback from fans and 100%. from, you know, all that. But you really like to make it, you have to believe you can make it. Otherwise, yeah. you're just like, you can't be, I mean, you got to be a bit of a realist, but you got to be more optimistic, realist. You got to believe like yeah. I can be a rock star one day, or I can be the super talented musician. I can win a, you know, a Grammy one day kind of thing. You have to believe that if you're going to propel yourself up to that point. Exactly. I think, I think also though, real is a very, uh, very subject, not subjective. I think, I think in my mind, at least if you have a plan and you know, really, and you really truly know what you want, um, then you'll know how to, then you, you can get it because you'll know the steps to take to get it. You'll do your research. You'll do what you got to do to get there. The people that don't get there are the people who don't really know what they want. I don't. Yeah. Th- I th- I think at least that's, I think no, it's fair. fair. Yeah, I definitely think that's fair. Because at least you know you go from point A to point B. Okay, how the hell do I get to point B? Okay, I got to do this. I got to go this way. I got to cross this yeah. bridge. I got to go on. And well, sometimes you get roadblocks, and it's like the people that really know what they want, the people that are driven and and know exactly where they want to be. They'll find ways around those. Yeah, roadblocks. there's multiple they'll, ways. They'll, you'll take a different path, but you'll still get to that final destination because you know that is where you want to go. And I can't remember who said it. We were talking to one of our guests, and we asked them. Um, What's one thing you would tell your younger self? And it was like, I would watch the Jordan documentary because that guy from, bless, bless you. you. Sorry, thank you. From a young age, he knew exactly what he wanted. He knew he had to put in X amount of work yeah. to be the Mark, great. Mark Frazier. 
Mark Frazier, yeah. yeah. Like, this is another, again, former NHL athlete. And he's like, yeah, I would tell my younger self to watch that. And we're like, man, like, I didn't... Watching Michael Jordan, you know it's greatness, like, and you're watching greatness. But you don't think about, like, he, his mind, his body, everything was so driven by one set goal, and he just wanted to be the best. Everything that he did was a result, or sorry, was aimed at being the best, yeah. right? And then, yeah. like, the result yeah. is arguably... The best, the best basketball yeah, player of all yeah. time, right? No, it's yeah. very true. I definitely agree with what you're saying. Like, if you have a plan and you believe it and you know, like, realist subjective, or like being a realist is subjective, right? I mean, mm -hmm. being a realist can also be an optimist. And if you know yeah. how to achieve this or at least have a clear vision how to get there, you're going to have roadblocks naturally. 100%. And there's going to be adversity. And But like, again, if you have a vision of this, I know I can get this, the adversity becomes a little bit easier and it becomes a little easier to move and say, okay, you know, I might have to take a step back to take a step forward around yeah. this route, right? So, uh, yeah, I definitely agree with what you're saying. And I mean, yeah, I still think you got to be a little bit like crazy and super ambitious to get up here. But I mean, as long as you have I the think road you do, map. I think you do too. For sure. I think, yeah, it goes it goes without saying you got to be, yeah, you yeah. got to be nuts. You got to be nuts. You got to be a little yeah, hard, right? I love it. You got to be willing to do things that like the average person is not willing to do. Yeah. Should, I, should right. I throw my quote in from last week? What's your quote? You got to be willing to go places you've, oh, I just butchered it. Say, think about it. Take your time. We're not in a rush. You're never gonna get somewhere you've never been by doing things. Nah. You're never gonna get somewhere that you've never been if you're not willing to do things you've never done. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Okay. Something along those lines. There we go. Thanks, pal. Rick's terrible with quotes. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. Do you know what? Though? I'm not the only person that butchers quotes. Like I've been listening to a lot of podcasts lately, and I'm like, man, these guys are all butchering them too. A yeah. lot of people. And do. the best part is when I'm listening to another podcast, I'm like, wow, that guy sounds like an idiot because he just butchered that shut quote. Down. Yeah, I went shut down. Give me that for a second. So I'm like. This guy just butchered that quote. In reality, I'm like, oh, I butcher every quote too. But when I'm listening to someone else, I'm like, oh, he, this is the quote he's thinking yeah, about. Yeah. Meanwhile, when I'm sitting here behind the mic, I'm like, uh, duh, duh, <laughs> duh, 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 duh. It happens every episode too. Yeah, it honestly does. Who's, uh, who's your uh, who's your model? Another model. No, who do you who do you guys vibe with on the level of podcasts? Like who's our like go to? Yeah, like who do you who do you resonate with? Uh, so my favorite podcast is Spinning Chicklets. Spinning and, Chicklets. Yeah, so it's like a hockey one, right? Just because I grew up playing hockey, and those are... It's funny because you have three guys, basically, and then you have the producer, Grinelli. But you have, like, R.A., so yeah. he's, like, just a sports writer, like, not a hockey player at all, just a typical Boston guy. Then you have Ryan Whitney, who was, like, a legit hockey player, played, whatever, 14 seasons in the show. It was, like, fifth overall draft story. pick or something. And then you have Paul Bizanet, who's just, like... Business. You're yeah, business. Yeah, he's basically That's your. Funny, uh, he's like your your personality. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't sorry guys. It's okay, we're, we're losing George here, but no worries. Um, yeah, so that's who like I vibe. But George, George is a big Joe Rogan guy. Yeah, like huge Joe Rogan Joe guy. Joe Rogan's got to go to. Yeah. yeah. So for me, Joe Rogan, it's like depends on what episodes. Um, who he's got. Some if he's got really good people, then I'm I'm vibing with it. Yep. Sometimes when he doesn't, I'm not uh, I'm not 100 percent right. in. Okay, we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back. Uh, we're my go-tos. We're, we're back. We live. Make sure it's lined up good. We're good. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Uh, Joe Rogan's a good one, but I only really listen to certain guests now. Like, I've listened to him over the years for a long time, and now it's mostly like, if something piques my interest, or I'll listen to like half, and I'll be yeah. like, okay, I got it. Uh, Bill Simmons is my sports go-to. Bill Simmons. Uh, Bill Simmons of The Ringer. Bill Simmons is good. And I think that's it. Those are like my main ones. What about you? Do you listen to podcasts? Every now and then. Yeah. I like uh, Joe Rogan's probably my go-to. Um, I like listening to Gary Vee sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I get, um, Gary Vee's just sometimes I feel like like it's early morning, I'm tired, like I just I'm not in the mood for like the hurrah, like let's drink the Gatorade, <laughs> light, funny. you know, like Kool-Aid. Yeah, the Kool-Aid, whatever. <laughs> that's hilarious. Nah, drink the Gatorade, man. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Gatorade. <laughs> Give us a sponsorship. No. Um, I wanted to ask, what's so let's say COVID ends. 
what's your plan? You know, like I know, well, obviously I know because we talked about it earlier, but what's the plan for when COVID ends? You know, what's the first thing you and uh, Adams do? Oh, you see, I can't, the first thing that we do is, is something that's a little bit of a, a surprise as well. So I can't, I can't, can't, reveal, can't I can't reveal it, but it's, it's, it's big. It's really big. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like it up. Okay. I like this. Really I like big. this. And so that'll be, that's what we're going to do. But, but also once COVID ends, definitely I want to look in, we're definitely going to be out in public. I love doing things out in public. Yeah. I find when you're, you, you feel, it just feels hilarious. Like and you're connecting with your you're fans suit. Too. You're bringing a couch around Toronto. Everyone's oh, yeah, looking honestly, at you. Like, side note though, I'm on? sweating buckets in this. Are you? Imagine out in 30 man, I don't know, how, I don't know <laughs> yeah. how you guys do this. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, but I like that. It's like almost like guerrilla marketing type thing. And it's like, oh I mean, goodness, man, that's the stuff. You know, it's cool because you have to, like, I don't even want to explain it. It kind of brings you to the roots, right? Like, it's like, you're almost showing, like, you know, even though, again, you know, I believe we made it and all this stuff, it takes you back to being like, we're doing this for our fans. Like, it's yeah. we're putting it out there. I mean, hell, you even go up to, like, a guy like Dave Chappelle, who's made it, and, and yeah. he really made it. And at one point, when he was coming back into the comedy scene, he was taking a speakerphone, like, through Central Park, yeah. through different places, and literally doing free stand-up, just, That's like, true. just to perform, to test out material. And, like, yeah. I mean... It's just something that's like, it just feels like, you know, as an artist, you're connecting back with the people who so kind of we'll like... Play a little footsies yeah, on the table. Accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, and that's very cool. And I mean, obviously, like, you know, doing stuff around Toronto is, is a great place to kind of show off. And that, and obviously goes to the brand, right? The couch, put it out in the open. Yeah. Like even, yeah. And, and I like, I like, I also think part of, part of believing you've already made it is aligning yourself with things that, that things that should be done for somebody who's already made it, a.k.a. You can't just be like, oh yeah, I've made it and just chill. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be on the couch and and just making music. Can't do that. You got to be out there. You got to be connected. You got to be grinding. Yeah, you got to be connected. You got to. You got people. Got to see you. Like yeah. it's it's jokes because we we went in the middle of Young and Dundas. We posted the video and everyone's commenting. I saw you that day. I saw you that day. I'm in this video and it's like wow, it's wild, right? Because yeah, yeah, then yeah. you yeah. they're now they're now connected with us whether they like, they like it or not. It. They're a part of it. Yeah. Right. So. It that's, doesn't that connection more. Thing. It makes you feel more personable too. It's not like these guys are like big artists and like we yeah. can't reach out to them where they feel like they're connected. You're, yeah, like, you're connected with like the fans, we're friends, right? right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what you that's said earlier. It's be. like, it's not about getting followers, subscribers. It's about gaining friends. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it's like, once you meet someone, you like, it's just like when you talk about basketball players, like when they take the two seconds to sign shoes on their way out or, you know, they throw their armbands yeah. in the, I told the story earlier this year, like Morris Peterson, I sat courtside once when I was like eight. I got free Mo tickets. Pete. Mo Pete Legend. threw his armband yeah. into like the on the floor because I guess they were losing, and I saw it the whole time. And I like I scoped and I grabbed it, and I like wore it around yeah. like my like bicep for like months, yeah. even though it's like a wristband. <laughs> I like wore it around. Like Mo Pete was my favorite player. Like did yeah. that directly make me make him my favorite player? I don't know, but maybe subconsciously, like he was like, "Oh my god, I got this Mo Pete like game worn armband, like sweatband. I can't wash it, mom. Don't touch it." Yeah. Meanwhile, it's like you know, it's something so little to someone like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, but it's George trying to play. Oh, sorry, man. My bad. It's getting a little intimate in here. Uh, (laughs) So suits, man. It's the suits. It is. It gets you, gets you going a little bit, man. I've been loosening a button up, but (laughs) nah, nah, nah. I gotta get off that button. Nah, I ain't got a gut like you, my boy. So, man, rude. Lost some weight, okay? You look good. You look good. But. Going back to, so like saying after COVID and the kind of things, if and when they go back to normal, but in this time, what have you been working on aside from the contest and all that stuff? Like you said you had 
10 or so songs before yep. you released Astronaut, have you been working on additional songs yeah. or just kind of fine tuning stuff? Like what do you, what else has been going on in the background? Definitely working on, uh, we definitely worked on a bit of music. Uh, we have another song we're probably going to put out on in August, August well, or can September. Can we get a snippet? Can we get a little preview uh, here? Ooh, I'll show you. I have to show you after oh, because okay, you okay. know what happens. Everyone starts screen recording. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's I. I didn't think that would happen, but now I guess we're at the point where <laughs> people are screen. I know the pals podcast music stuff off, eh? Right, yeah, it happens. Because happens you're big shots now, man. Everyone wants to know what's coming YouTube. out. We had to block some videos on YouTube. No way. They had our unreleased music on, and they they. Oh, they well, I guess too hot, right? Like, uh, no, it wasn't too no? hot though. It was it was other unreleased music that I was on TikTok or something like that. Like TikTok Live or something. Somebody ripped it. Yeah, no so way. yeah, so we have to. I'll show you. I'll show you afterwards. But okay, beauty. Um, sorry to jump jump in for a second. Funny story ahead. when I was at Western, Steve Aoki released a new song at like government or something, and one of my roommates, um, I can't remember who which one it was, like had a video of the song, and he put it on YouTube, and it was like never heard. So the video got like I don't know maybe. Like 100,000 yeah. hits in like a day. Yeah, yeah. It was a brand new Steve Aoki song. So he's like, Ricky, send me your Crown Entertainment logo. <laughs> like threw my Crown Entertainment logo in the corner. <laughs> and with our get- website, like within the day, because it got taken down like maybe a couple days later. Within yeah. the day, we had like, I don't know, 10,000 hits or something. And I'm like, this is insane because it was like a live button to like you click the logo and it took yeah. us to the website. Did you get in like, trouble for it? I didn't, but I like it, the video got taken down, 100. percent And it was like one of our buddies. That's like scarred. what I did. Uh, so when I was traveling, or when when I was uh, vacation, George, quote unquote, when I was like vlogging yeah. and stuff. Rick and I were at a music festival in um, in Zurich, uh, open air, open air. And honestly, to date, probably one of the best festivals we've gone to. Like it was, uh, I don't know, maybe 10,000 people there. Eh, like no, more than that. But, but anyways, it was four days. One day, uh, Mumford and Sons was a headliner. One day, Kygo was a headliner, and who else? Di- uh, Diplo Diplo So like pretty big headliners And uh, I remember like on a Friday We saw Marcus Mumford play Yeah uh, The Mumford and Sons And like we could We're like front row There was like no one there It was weird Yeah like he, weird. he came in the crowd Ran out like ran past he ran, a, he ran around the entire crowd that That's crazy. how Like again This is a massive festival We walked through this little Like uh, sorry to cut you off No crazy, no go ahead But we, we got dropped off By our Uber Or our taxi We're like we're going to Open air music festival Like we think Again it's Mumford a Kygo, Diplo. Diplo, and like a couple other people. It was five day festival. We're like this thing's gonna be slammed. Like we flew in from Canada. He flew in from wherever yeah. for this festival. Like this is gonna be huge. We get there. He drops us off. There's like a beaten path. We're like, uh, what? Yeah. So what? we start walking like like a random little path. No lights. No signs. Nothing. We're like, uh, what? Like you don't hear music. Mm. We walk maybe five minutes like along this like path down the like along some like, like creek. A river or creek. Yeah. yeah. We get there. We check in. We walk in. We're like, it's dead. Like literally, and we're like an hour before Mumford and Sons is playing, yeah. and it's dead. Like probably like ten, maybe a little bit more than ten thousand. But we got, we're basically sitting like thirty yards yeah, yeah. from like legit Marcus Mumford. Like you That's could cool. probably like you could peg him with a beer. That's how yeah. close you're sitting. We well, ran right. the crowd too. Yeah, and then he got off stage, ran across the, ran around the entire crowd, and his security had no idea because like they would have been around him. No, he just got up, bolted yeah. with his guitar and everything, ran around the entire crowd. I'm like, oh my god, we're gonna go. Play. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was Sorry, crazy. Yeah. No, no, uh, that's, that's that's pretty much a story. That's, but that, the cool. only thing that I was going to add, which was like what I was getting at with ripping music off, is I remember at one of my vlogs that I shot for that episode, I shot some footage there, and Kygo performed, and he played like one of his unreleased Stargazing. songs. Stargazing. at the time, yeah. And I uploaded it. I was like, fuck, I'm like, fuck it. I'll release it. I know they're going to flag it, but like, I'll yeah. put it up. So for like a couple of days, I had it out, and I kept getting views because like it said like Kygo, Kygo yeah, ID or whatever, and like... So I've seen what that's like, and if you put that, like people will get like drawn yeah. to it, but right away it gets flagged. You got to yeah, do that. That's when I also broke my down. nose that day. 
Have we told that story before? I think we have. If not, we'll save yeah, it for another yeah, day. Yeah. <laughs> Rick was in a mosh pit and Dylan Francis got kicked in the face. Yeah, so crazy sorry. But anyways, we yeah, cut you off. Us, enough about us. We no, cut I you off like this. 10 times. Like I'm just shooting the shit. Yeah, yeah that, it's a good yeah. vibe in here. It's a good vibe. Um, Man, so what are we saying? We actually asked about, you a About new songs yeah. coming out that, yeah, we get, they get, uh, how do we, what do we? We talked, I asked you what other music you're working on. We can't yeah. play the preview because yeah. people might might rip it. But But, oh yeah, so okay, so basically... Yeah, we're making music. We we've been brainstorming just a lot of content ideas that we're gonna film that we're kind of gradually getting to as we as we go through it. We just put out a music video for our song Caroline. Um, it's an animation video, yeah, yeah. which is cool. Uh, we we put out a music video for our song Caroline. We put out a lyric video for our song Too Hot to Touch. We're going to film a music video for our song Too Hot to Touch. That's also another thing we do right away once COVID's done. We immediately film two music videos, one for Too Hot to Touch, one for our song Delicate that's going to come out probably Is that the September. August release or September? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro- I would probably say September, end of August because we kind of want to we want to let Too Hot to Touch and Ooh and Caroline breathe Go a bit, bit yeah. instead of just flooding everyone with yeah, music, yeah. which is could be great, could be... Uh, either way, either way, it doesn't matter. It Car- could, be, it could if, be good. Correct me if I'm wrong. Sorry to cut you off. Caroline's got a, is up is the most views right now. Is it up? Or is yeah. My, yeah, that's like Caroline's, a lot. Three hundred, three fifty something. That's like that's a big one. That's growing. So I noticed, I noticed Caroline. Caroline, the benchmarker I do it on Spotify is is about a month in, and then afterwards, usually the algorithms kicked in for Spotify. But a month in, Caroline had twenty five thousand. A month in for too hot to touch, we're at ninety five thousand. Okay, so, so too hot to touch. So is probably I think too hot to spank. touch is gonna is gonna start picking up due to the algorithms of Spotify. I think okay. that's what's gonna happen. So that'll so be that one could that could be the next one that gets closer, even up towards like a million something like that. Yeah, up, yeah, up in so that I think, range. I think regardless, all, all our songs are going to the more we keep getting in people's face, for the more sure. We keep, but yeah, and then more playlists content. you get on, and then like, even on YouTube and stuff like your channel, people will just go there just to listen to yours. Or they're on Spotify, they'll just exactly. go to Crash Adams. Yeah, yeah. Play exactly. all, shuffle, whatever. But so, we're trying to we're trying to get in front of people. We're just at the end of the day, that's all we're trying to do for the next wa- little while is we just want to get in front of people. We want to get recur, get in front of people again and again and again yeah, and yeah, just yeah. shoot the shit with them and just meet more people. I Stay top of mind and everything, be in front of them, whether it's through TikTok or Instagram, yeah. whatever, all that stuff. Yeah. You guys were doing, uh, yeah. was it 60 days of content? Like one, one yeah, day or something? Yeah, 100 days. 100 days of content. So wow. yeah, so we're trying to, it's honestly, it's just a fancy way of saying set a goal. And, and <laughs> No, but still like 100 yeah. days is tough. It's, Sorry, it's, it's a third of a year. Yeah, so every single day. Tough. And some days we do more than others. Like some days we might have 10 TikToks that we post. Some days we might have five. Some days we post 12 times on Instagram. Some days we post like like stories, not yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, 12 times on Instagram. Some days it's like two. Actually, I should probably post some more later on tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm definitely going to post. Set a little reminder. Isn't that a lot? Though? Do you ever a point where you feel like, do you feel overwhelmed? You're like, all you know what? Time. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> we're way in over our heads. No, I'm kidding. We're, we're, no, but we're uh, it's overwhelming all the time. But we're we're on the you need on, a marketing manager, marketing coordinator. Yeah, like we don't have anybody a, listening. Interns. Yeah, we, yeah, there you go. We need as many people as we can get. Like we don't have a, we don't have a manager. We don't have we do it all. We that's that's really it. Like any marketing we do, making music we do, filming we do, editing videos we do, all that kind of stuff we wow. do. So it's it's a lot and it's at the point like we're we're pretty much bottlenecking right now so we need to expand our 
base of people to help us out so we can grow more. Yeah, yeah and you, eventually you're going to need like a full team behind you. Yeah, right? yeah. But the good thing is, I guess, too, the fact that you guys are doing it all, and I, get, like, I know you have experience like, you know, being a producer, editing, all that. So like, I guess that stuff, it translates, right? Like editing video is almost similar to editing music and all that. But I guess the fact that you guys are doing it all yourself now is also good, number one, because you get to like really get your hands on it and kind of create that brand yeah. and that narrative. But also, it's like somebody can't come later. If Let's say you end up hiring a manager or a video editor. They can't mm -hmm. come and say, well, it's going to take me this long. I need this much money. You're going to say, like, bullshit. We did it. We know yeah. what it takes. So That's you can't good. get taken for a fool either at any point because, I mean, at the end of the day, as you guys grow, I'm sure people are going to want to latch on and, and help where they can, but also try and make a buck here and there, right? So I guess it's yeah. good that you guys are going through all the steps, handling all avenues, because you know what goes into it then. That's, I know, that's what that's what I'm thankful for. Actually, I also take back the statement about bottlenecking. I don't think we're bottlenecking ever, but, but yeah, like, what do you mean? You're G, like, you're G, you gotta, you gotta but, work. But, we're, but we're, four of us are loaded with tasks at all times. Yeah, so, of course. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do agree that, like, we just, yeah, we just gotta keep, we just really just gotta keep working hard and just, yeah. That's that's literally it. That's in it, one man. sense, it's not. COVID must be a little bit nice because it gives you like all free time, right? Like you're not going out partying, you're not no. uh, going to clubs or bars, or whatever. And like, yeah, it sucks because you're not able to interact with your fans and play shows. But at the same time, like everybody's available, everyone's at home. Mm. Like, like when you post something, like at least it. like April, May, everybody's in front of their phones or their computers or their TVs, ready to watch. Exactly. Yeah. Which is cool. Have you guys on that note too about like? you know, people being available when we get home. Have you guys thought about at any point yet, like reaching out to collaborate with anybody or is it right no. now just, it's fine. It's just doing your own thing right now. We're not going to collaborate until it's Billie Eilish. Oh, really? yeah. That's, 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 that's it, that's man. Cool, that's right. I'm calling it right that's here. I'm calling it right. Hey, Billie Eilish, if We're you're listening, you know, until it's Billie Eilish. Okay. <laughs> is that, but okay. No, but honestly, like, dream show, dream collab. Like, <laughs> like that's so definitely, we got one already. We, we want it. We want to just preserve our brand as long as we possibly can to just, when we cross over, we want it to be like a big crossover where yeah. it's like people are like, damn, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. This yeah. is crazy. Yeah. You know where it's not I mean? just well, like, Billie Eilish would do that, right? Like, yeah. Like you don't want to win six Grammys or something? Yeah. Like she's crazy, just, eh? I just saw the picture I love of her, her music, all right? Like, you yeah, obviously don't want it to be like somebody plus like Crash Adams on it. You want it to be like a, like a real collaboration, like these Crash two Adams, massive Billie names yeah. came together, Like, right? exactly. Like my brand and her brand. Exactly. Or, you know, and like, that's kind of. She's got to suit up too, for sure. Yeah. She's got a suit up. I don't know. I mean, she probably could. Like, she she'd probably pull that off. I don't know. She would do something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Decked yeah. out in like a all Gucci suit yeah, or something. Like, she would definitely yeah, like, she <laughs> blazer sick. tie, she, no shirt. Ooh. Yeah. She kind of came out of, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I don't, I'm not as in tune with the music, but like, I feel like she came out of nowhere at one point. I yes like, and no. Has like, she been I, around you know for what? a while? No, you know what? I don't believe in coming out of nowhere. I think uh, she probably had years and years of just. Of just under the radar, under yeah. the radar, under the radar, un stacking up with she produces with her brother, like her brother and her, like they do, they do everything yeah, they right. Are. So yeah. they, you just get so much better and better and better and better and better until you finally have like, like I said, ten songs that you're sitting on before you put it out. Yeah. So that's what happens. So they did that, growth, growth, growth. Well, it's like you think, uh, like Mumford and Sons. Like I remember, I didn't hear about them until they won whatever they cleaned up at the Grammys. Yeah. Like, they won like best new artist, best like folk, best They're whatever, sick, yeah. best album. And it's like I never heard of them. I was like, hey, these guys cleaned up at the Grammys. Like I need to yeah. listen. I remember listening to their album start to finish the next day, and I was like, I'm a, the biggest it's Mumford. Yeah, yeah, I'm the biggest Mumford fan now, and I mm -hmm. love them. Yeah, and it's like it wasn't for the Grammys and that show. Like I would have no idea. Meanwhile, yeah, yeah. like but they if had I just heard their big. yeah, they had yeah, already been, been playing there. for so long. Yeah. Like, even you think like someone like Post Malone. 
Yeah. Post Malone, people are like, oh, he came out of like nowhere with White Iverson. It's like, no, like he was doing a whole bunch of stuff. Like, yeah. just White White yeah. White Iverson was his first like radio bang. Uh-huh right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh yeah. 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 One thing I did want to ask you because I've you know this morning, I was driving back from up north and I was just I had the songs on repeat. One, how did you get your inspiration for your sound and? Like, wh- how would you describe your sound to somebody? Like, someone right now has never listened to you. Like, how would you describe it in a in a genre or a feeling or yeah, something like that? That's the one thing I want to get better at. I'm not very good at that uh, because, like, I don't know if my mind functions that way. It's just my mind's a little bit abstract when I'm a little bit when I'm relating things to music. Yeah. So yeah. our sound probably comes from a lot of different places. Okay. Subconsciously and consciously. Uh, I was listening to, uh, I was listening to, I'll tell you, tell you like a list of artists that I just love okay. that I, that I kind of either grew up listening to or whatever. I love Michael Jackson, love Prince, Earth, Wind and Fire. Um, you know who Maxwell is? Maxwell's dope. Um, okay. He's, he's from a while ago. Um, I would say. So are the first three too, right? Like, like 50 Cent, um, Eminem, um. I would say the killers are in there. Great Bruno concert. Mars. Bruno Mars is definitely in there. I would say I also listen to the Backstreet Boys. Like there's just so many Like you're yeah, all, all over the spectrum here yeah, that yeah, have yeah. contributed to this, right? So that's why it's hard for me to pinpoint okay. exactly what our sound is. Some people say indie pop, some people say alternative, some people say pop, but I I I, I don't want to get boxed in by a sound. For sure, for yeah. sure. There is one thing, like, I, I don't know, I cannot remember off the top of my head which one it was that I was listening, and I, I heard it, and it's weird, like, one thing that kind of came to mind, and I apologize, I don't mean this in, like, if this comes off, no, no, like, I don't care, don't it worry. sounded almost like a, like an 80s, almost like, a, like an indie pop vibe, mm. where it, remi- it made me feel like, I, I don't forgot, know, I forgot about that, 80s is definitely, definitely, it some, had that an feel to yeah, it, yeah, definitely, you know? it, just, a, it felt, very, it felt yeah. very, like, nostalgic, I was listening, I was like, man, because yeah. personally, like, 80s, boom, yeah, that's how you describe it. Nostalgic, nostalgic, but groovy and modern. Yeah. So nostal- yeah, yeah, yeah. you you want that nostalgia vibes, but also at the same time, it's it's futuristic and, and it makes you. Yeah, that's what I would say. Modern. It doesn't I sound like, like it doesn't sound like '80s, like very synthetic, but it has that feel where you listen. You're like, okay, I can feel myself like walking up to the mall, like my friend yeah, with your Tamagotchi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's '90s, bro. That's <laughs> '80s, get with it, man. Wow. '80s, like that's funny. No, but '80s was a, no, honestly not I, our time, but like yeah. But it has that kind of I don't yeah. know. It was really cool. I was in the high, like I went into this like place, and yeah, there's like a bunch of like old shows that like I've seen, or whether it's like you know, not to like again typecast, back but like, to stra- the future, like Back to the Future, yeah. like even Stranger Things recently. Like you hear that Stranger kind thing. of like that music. But anyways, I thought it was really cool because it's not like I wouldn't describe it as one genre, like yeah. to your point. But it gives you a di- bunch of different feelings, which is very very cool. Nostalgic is a good way to put it. I want you to feel nostalgic. Yeah, it's yeah. actually I think that's that's great. Yeah. But royalties to this guy. Yeah, I'm yeah. trademarking that. You guys heard it here first. <laughs> no, no, that's, our, that's the pal's gift to you. No, that's yeah. um, but it's very cool. Like I, am still really excited to hear what the rest come up. And is it fair to assume like not that every song is the same, but do they all follow the same thing? Are there some that really stick out? You would say that are different. Delicate's pretty different. Okay, um, the one that's coming out at the end of the summer. That's pretty different. That's more of the a, pals are gonna make a cameo on the music video. We're gonna <laughs> find out. Make it, yeah, yeah, we're gonna find out where you guys are filming. Video, if you guys want, oh, to definitely making a cameo. Let's do 100%. it. Percent. Yeah, I'll get a better suit next time. I'll make Let's sure we're the bottom. I'll, I'll actually wear my suit. <laughs> that'll be yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, that'll be. That's gonna be. That's gonna be a great song. But it's it's different. It's uh, okay. you'll see when you hear it. Okay. Uh, then uh, I would say, 
actually no we got we have a few different sounds coming. yeah yeah so Very one's cool. a little one's a little more <laughs> uh, okay. okay. The others. A you know what's good? People will, I, like people will actually see that because before we had the video, people would be like, "Just yeah, we have to describe people it." Yeah. <laughs> people got it. Yeah, I love this. Yeah, okay. like ones like that. One's a little more quick and like not. I don't want to say Phil Collinsy, but it kind of gives me that like night kind of. Vibe okay. With, and so it's gonna be dope. Wicked, we have a lot man, of great wicked. Stuff. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say this is a little bit of a changing gears a bit, but what's your dream show or dream festival, dream venue? Yep. Like, is it like Coachella? Is like, is that your end all uh, be all? Or is it like, you know, Red they, Rocks, Colorado? Scotiabank. Scotiabank? Scotiabank Arena. That'd be sure. Scotiabank sold out show, Scotiabank Arena. Who would open for you? Who would open for us? Ooh. Well, that's cool. That's a, I never thought of that. Really? Yeah. So did you? Wait, did you? DJ meet? Luma would open for us. DJ Luma. Adrian Castellani, my friend, he would open for us just because of the fact that he's that's a the, big plug. He's the reason that I started producing music because he got this little DJ set set up, and that's what led to all this. So he's he he's gonna open for us. 100%. I like that. That's a big plug. That's sick. Yeah. DJ can't Luma. Can't forget what you came yeah. from, eh? DJ Luma. No, no, no. That's he's, a big one. He's the reason. Yeah, he's the reason I'm sitting here today. Like in terms of music making. Really? So, yeah, he's definitely opening for us. That's and an Sco- awesome plug. Bank Arena is the dream venue. Yeah. Sold out. Twenty two k. I think sold out. Twenty one k. Nineteen. Just because it's our hometown. Yeah. yeah. But like also glass. I love Glastonbury. Um, yeah. Glastonbury's Reading and Leeds. That's like that's Somebody's a dream. That's yeah. a dream yeah. of mine. It'd be it'd be nice to play a soccer stadium. Like one of those kind 80, of... 80,000 Wembley? Yeah, like I'd be playing hype. Wembley. I'd be hyped. Like that'd be was lit. It, uh, was it you 2 that played there? Man, Anthony Joshua, the boxer, sells out Wembley. Really? Yeah, Anthony Joshua. He's the obviously the probably the second biggest fighter now in the UK behind Tyson Fury. They're fighting at Wembley. They just got a deal. That's but crazy. Tyson, a boxing match. Think about that. You can't even 80K. see from the rafters. If he can do it, you guys can do it. 100%. And honestly, if you guys, we can. If you guys play solo Wembley, I'll come out to, I'll come out to Wembley to watch Let's it. Let's do it. The pals. We do it episode live. Yeah. Oh. Um, on that note of your favorite show, how, do you have a concert, like a favorite concert or favorite show you've ever seen? That I've ever been to. Another great question. Um, Charging on fire today. I know. Boys. I, I, never, I never thought of this. musical, my yeah, musical. Just, yeah, the suit's on, the music. George's like, okay, hey, wait. If I was a famous DJ, what questions would I want people yeah. to ask me? <laughs> <laughs> I never uh, thought about that. Probably that's what I'm doing. Subconsciously <laughs> doing that. George, like, you need a tour DJ? I'm, I'm, I'm your man. Hey, I'll, qu- I'll quit the pals. I'll come with you. Hey, man. <laughs> just I won't leave you. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I did like that. I would say, I would definitely say above and beyond when I was into dance music, above and beyond was yeah. lit. Like that was, that was probably the best concert I've ever been to. Well, Georgie, here's your cue. I actually, wait, where did you see them? In Toronto or London? I saw them a bunch of places. So I saw them in... I think my favorite set that I heard them play was probably Veld. Yeah. But my okay. favorite, but I also saw them at, I think it was Sound Academy at the time. I think yeah, it was right. Sound yeah, Academy. Yeah. Oh, I forgot I about saw that them place. There. Sound Academy. That yeah. was amazing. I actually saw, Ricky was trying to team me up there. Did it turn off? Yeah, yeah, I got it back though. Um, Rick was trying to team me up there because I uh, I actually opened for them when I DJed. Did you? Yeah. Dope. And uh, they did not like me very much. Really? So <laughs> why would you do? You play bangers? Stole the show? Kind of, not yes and no. Not so the show, but so the, didn't follow the rider. It was rider. two of them, not three. I can't remember which ones they were there, but we were yeah, playing. In only, London. only the only three of them show up when it's like a major festival. Yeah. yeah. Or else one of them stays home with the family and works on music while the other two travel and makes and, sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Right. So it was. Uh, I was. Mind you, they don't tell them. you that when you book them though, because I was the one that booked them. Really? Or music hall. Maybe they them. do. 
you still don't look into it. But anyways, <laughs> they uh, so they were, they were on. I was playing right before them, so I'm playing music hall. It's like packed, and I'm playing like more like I wouldn't say progressive house. I was playing more like. Um, Progressive house, yeah, yeah like a mix yeah, yeah. of like, like a, no, oh, no, 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 it wasn't a lesso, it wasn't a lesso, it wasn't was it, was it like a, a on a B port top forty, maybe, yeah. maybe, but no, maybe, you maybe one of trancey yeah. stuff too, but, like Gareth, Amber but anyways, I was playing it and then uh, big the, trance, the uh, the manager comes out, he's like, you're playing trance, and I was like, trance, I'm like, no, I'm not, like he, I was on stage DJing, and he walks, runs up, he's like, turn this off, I was like, Pissed what? Off. He's like, you're playing trance, I'm like, this is, but this is like progressive, like like mainstream like house type music. And he's like, yeah, you gotta change this. This is trance. If you keep playing this, they're gonna leave. I was like, okay. I'm like, I changed a song, and it was more like a tech house song. And he's like, this is still this is still house. Yeah. I'm like, dude, really? you're their manager. You don't know what techno is. I mean, uh, what trance is. But they were also cheesed at Nick too. So like one of our other buddies, Nick Nikon, opened before George, and they kept getting cheesed at him. And I'm like, oh shit. Well, okay, Nick's almost done. Like George is going on, and George is open for like this is the end of his career too. Like this yeah, is. Yeah. The last show we did in fourth year Western, like yeah. he'd open for Avicii, Data Life, Gareth Emery, Gareth Emery, yeah, Axe like Jelly, Sunday James Arms Band, exactly, Marcino. bangers here. And then it's like above and beyond, like and they're massive. Don't get me wrong, but like George has opened up for equally big people. Yeah. They're and probably it, the biggest. Yeah, and then it's point. like their managers come in, like, and I'm watching, and I'm like half in the bag at this point. I'm like, <laughs> all right, George, just don't screw this one up, man. <laughs> Anyways, I basically like the, I had maybe like ten minutes left in my set. And I literally took it down to like the worst music. I don't know. I was like, the, I'll play the worst tech house that I yeah. have. That's like chill. And he's like, this better. I was like, dude, this music sucks, but okay. And you can see the crowd really kind of like fade a bit, but then they, luckily they came on five minutes early and, yeah. but that I'll never forget. Like no DJ, the only other DJ that called me out was Max Vangeli once. He's like, bro, you got to take it down a notch. Yeah, called it. out, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I learned the hard way. This guy used to get banger happy <laughs> Yeah, I'll this tell you. He sees the crowd trickle in and give him some love and he starts yeah, dropping I'll the top. I'll tell you. <laughs> I know exactly what he's talking about. He gets a couple girls in there with their hands no. up and just starts yeah, dropping on the Gareth everyone. <laughs> oh, oh, that was bad. This, this podcast is not about me today, but you That's nailed so it. Funny. I do get banger happy and like when I was coming up, my problem was I didn't have my ego in check back then. That's so funny. Ricky gave me some big shit. Ricky and Alexander gave me some big shows. So I thought I was like the best DJ in London. I was oh like, I, they're coming here to see me. And I was the resident at Cobra London. Yeah. Like I played everywhere. And I would just like fire off bangers. And then one time I remember I was playing Cobra before Max Vangeli. And he tapped me on the shoulder right before he's about to go on. He's like, hey, he's like, do you mind like taking it down a bit? He's like, <laughs> he's like, stop playing at like 128 and playing like yeah. the songs I'm going to play. I was yeah. playing like Steve Angelo. He's like going to play yeah, next. I know. <laughs> and from that point, Ollie Shanks. I don't know if you know uh, Ollie from know. London. Anyways, he came, he told me after he's like, bro, you gotta like people on a journey. He's like, you can't yeah. go like. I think he said to that the, on the podcast too. He actually. told me again. Yeah. But anyways, again, this is not about me today. But yeah, no. I, uh, that's funny. This One is more. why I would never make it as an artist because yeah. I'm just like everything's about me. Go to the top, yeah. play everything. <laughs> no, George yeah. is the best when you that's played a, a Gareth one. Emery remix at Gareth Emery show. You no, it that, wasn't eh? Gary Emery remix. It was a song called Child, I think, or Children. It was like a, it just came out. My brother told me about it. He yeah. was coming to London. I was open for Gareth Emery. Yeah. My brother's like, there's this new song called Children. You got to yeah. play it. I was like, okay, sick. I downloaded it. Didn't look at B-Port and didn't yeah. know how high it was ranked. I saw it on like a blog. <laughs> I play it like the last song before Gareth Emery comes out and he opens with it. And oh. I was like, I walked off stage. I was like, I, he came off. I'm like, man, I am so sorry. My brother gave me that song. I didn't even know. What I didn't say? I think he's like, all right, no, no problem. And he just left. <laughs> was like, uh, that was like the most awkward uh, moment. Maybe not the most, but anyways. That's funny. Uh, yeah. yeah, I never did that ever. Yeah, that's probably why you're sitting in the position that I, you're in and I'm on this side. <laughs> <laughs> I always just I always just kept yeah. it. I kept it. I, I played songs that people didn't know, 
But like when they discovered, they'd be like, "Oh, it's pretty cool." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you kind of take them on that again, like that journey a little bit and everything. Yeah, you gotta let them shine. You gotta, you gotta let yeah. the headliners. Yeah, shine. Yeah, yeah. So I They're probably can't come and open for you on any of your shows That's ever funny. because <laughs> I'm just gonna play all She's your songs before you go. Songs. On. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, I remix. All right, guys, Adam's coming out next. This is a new song. Get ready. But you know what? See, that's that's the great thing about playing live. You can't get that. Like you, doesn't matter if anyone else plays our song. It's still gonna be. It's not you. Yeah, yeah. Not it's not you doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know what? That's the thing about live music too. Like, you can hear a song a million times on the radio. Hearing it live is just so much better. Like I've told, assuming I've you told, play it well. Yeah, and yeah. I've told the story before. Like the my favorite concert I've ever been to was Adele, and Adele I wasn't a it. huge Adele fan. My She's mom great. was. Yeah, she wanted to go, and I was like, whatever. So took my mom to Adele. And I'd never been so blown away by pure musical talent in my entire life. Like I was watching, I'm like, she's got to be lip syncing. There's no way she's this good. Good, yeah. I know. And I'm and I'm close enough. Where I'm like, and I can tell when someone's lip syncing. Not all the time, but like majority. If I'm sitting close, I can tell. And I'm like, holy shit, yeah. Adele is this amazing. And at the point, I'm like, oh my god, like this is like arguably one of the most talented female performers of my lifetime. And like you're there witnessing, you're like, holy crap. And she's got no show behind her, right? It's just her. Yeah, she yeah. She sways side to side, snaps her fingers, you know, rolling in the deep, ha, <laughs> ha, ha. And I'm like, this is just amazing talent. Yeah. Yeah, she's sick. There's a few artists like that. There's a few artists that are really good live. One of them sitting across from us, too. Hey. Um, one thing, another question I did have, I want to jump back into this because uh, I know we got a couple, but, um, and I don't know if you would want answers, but of all the songs that you uh, like have released to date, is there one that resonates more with you? Like one that uh, hits, a, hits a different no, chord? Yes and no. Um, because I, we get we get asked this question a, a bit. Like they say, like, what's your favorite song? But my favorite song changes based on my mood. Like okay. some days I like other songs better than others. Yeah. Um, but Astronauts was just... Astronauts at the end of the day just reminds me of the beginning. So that's... That's just got like that little place there, but yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't necessarily think it's better than others. I don't think others are better than it. I just my mood changes depending on the yeah. day. Okay, fair. That's and that's what I assumed. I just wanted to see if it was like mm. one that stuck out. But that's yeah. That's what one thing I was thinking. So during this whole rise, and you know, like I feel like over the last six months, you guys have really grown a lot. Mm. What's your favorite, or what's been your favorite moment, or the favorite thing about this kind of rise to winning, winning that competition? Yeah. so far. So far, just because, just because it's like, it's just, it's just, affir it's affirmation, right? Like, it's like, yeah. we knew, we knew we were winning that before we even entered. We were just, it didn't matter how good anyone else was. It's just, we, it was our time. It was, we knew we were just going to, we knew we were just going to win it. And to win that was like, we, lit we literally yeah, yeah. said we were going to do this to each other and it happened and like, it's just. It's just going to continue. We're just going to continue to do that. Continue winning. Yeah. yeah. You know, I respect that a lot though. Like, you know, some people, and like with, you know, some people might say like, man, like, you know, you got to be at times like a little bit more realistic or humble, but I respect that. Like you actually have to believe that like you're at the top of your game, you're firing on all cylinders again, like yeah. not to rehash a point, but like that you never doubted in your mind. Like, it's not like, Oh, you know, maybe we can win this. Yeah. Like, we're going to win this. And that's honestly like, it's a very cool thing to be able to believe. And then again, it affirms what you believe and it just gives that more validation to keep going. That's exactly. really cool. When you talk, it's so funny because we, we've had Olympians on and I've said this before. I think again, like Olympians are some of the coolest people in the world, especially gold medalists because they are the single or the small group of the right. best in the world. Right. And every time we've interviewed like these, these Olympians, these athletes, they've all like knew exactly what they wanted. They knew how they were going to get it. And they were just so mentally strong. And like the way you talk, and I'm just like, man, this guy's got it. 
appreciate you know what that. I mean? It's I like you, you talk and I'm like, this is, and like looking back now, it's like, I can see why everything that's good that's happened to you has happened to you because you guys in your, well, and I don't know Adams really, but he's the same way, same way, except, like you, except even more disciplined than I am. Wow. Except even more disciplined. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that mentality that like, you know, you're great. You know, it's just like getting the music in front of people, getting people to listen to it. You know, the end goal, you know, you're going to get there. Sometimes there's roadblocks and hurdles in your way, but you will find a way to get there. Yeah, and there's honestly like no doubt in my mind that you guys are we have are to. on your way yeah. to superstardom. Honestly, you guys have a really good sound. Like it just it's really cool what you're doing. The brand is strong, all that stuff. And I mean, speaking of the brand, I guess tell us how did the suits come up? Honestly, I just I just love suits. Like I, I man, I, you look good. Eh? I just like I like, I'm glad, I'm glad I the like camera can see us now. You're a good looking <laughs> dude, man. Good looking dude here, man. <laughs> I appreciate that. Like I, I just like wearing suits. I feel good when I'm in a suit. Man, so man, I don't yeah. blame you, man. He's that powerful, right? Like, like he's on the world. Hey, if yeah. I look as good yeah. as you in a suit, man, I'd feel powerful <laughs> in a suit. Hey, yeah. You look all right. <laughs> I got this velvet thing. I'm sweating buckets oh, here. You can't see my back. Thank God I didn't wear that one. That's funny. No, we need to get a sponsor for breathable suits though, because yeah, when it's hot outside. Adams has got heat stroke right now. He's not, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, well, you know what? Actually, I, I did see, um, there's a company that sells like breathable shirts and it used to pop up yeah. on Instagram all the time. I'm going to find really? it. We've got to find, find it. We've got to yeah. find a suit sponsor. Yeah. That'd be lit. That'd be we'll lit. find it. That's 100%. it. Um, you, you ready? Yeah. yeah. You want to ask yours? Yeah, I'll go mine. Okay. We have two questions we always wrap up on. There's, yeah. there's a movie about your guys' life and your careers. Who would you want to star as you? Oh. <sighs> That's a sick question. <laughs> Who would I want to star as me? And you can pick any actor, old, young. You can go back in time. It's got to be someone good looking. Come on. Oh, like. man. That's a great. Oh, I got to go with. I kind of want to say Shia LaBeouf. Oh, that's <laughs> a good. I can definitely <laughs> see that. I kind of want to say Shia LaBeouf. That's been the best answer. Because you know think, I'm thinking too? The cabaret, Jimmy Kimmel. I think he story? would be yeah, lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is, oh, the yeah. Suit, the cabaret. Right? Have you seen I that? Think, no, I never saw it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text it to you later. But I think he would be a great. I think he, he would ah, kill perfect. it. Yeah. That's the best answer we've got <laughs> from somebody. That is a really good one. That is good. I love it. That's a great question. Yeah. Damn. Shia LaBeouf. Curly hair too. Yeah. I'm gonna ask who would play Adams, but then maybe we'll save it. We'll get you guys back on and see. Yeah. Let him answer that one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, my question that I that I have is: if you could give one piece of advice to your younger self, yeah, what would it be? I know what it'd be. It would be read the book "The Complete Reader" by Neville Goddard. Wow, the Complete Reader. It's called "The Complete Reader." It's a collection of little books. It would be. That's what I would tell myself. Read that book. Wow. Yeah. And you're, the, you, you're the fastest to answer that question of yeah, anyone no, ever. Right. Like you like, people, yeah, people know we asked this question. They still like, yeah. they take like a couple of minutes. So why would you say that to your younger self? Because it, gave, it opened up my mind to a way of thinking that I think I'm very, I'm very, I think it's a way of thinking that I need to get myself to the next level. So I'm like, I, I, I don't want to be like, I'm not, like I said, it, I just, it's, it opened up my mind to the possibilities and that's wow. that's what it would that's what it would be very cool like very cool i was a, yeah, i love that it was a quick answer right i mean it yeah. kind of goes again that's where we're going to wrap up mentality because on the mentality that kind of nails <laughs> it like you know you just, exactly you what you, it, want, you know man. that's awesome man love it that's awesome guys i i i don't got anything else yeah no awesome. no we're definitely gonna get we'd this love again to get you guys yeah like is in yeah if and we, can, we, we do something live before show once this covid stuff is, is done we'll do, do one in public too get some yeah i mean yeah, listen yeah, I, yeah. at That'd some point if you want to do yeah we can do a live show we we'll get you guys back on before a release or something or a, a, yeah. what if a 
tours start coming up, whatever it is. I know you have some other stuff in the pipeline that you kind of yeah. mentioned before. We'll, we'll save that for another time. But yeah, anytime, you're welcome back on. So if people want to hear more about you, want to listen to your music, where should they go? Go to either check us out on Spotify, Instagram, TikTok, or yeah, Spotify, Instagram, TikTok, or YouTube. I would say Twitter. We're also on Twitter, but it's Crash Adams Music, except for TikTok, which is Crash Adams. Oh, okay. yeah. So everything's Crash Adams Music. Yep. And TikTok is Crash, Crash Adams. Adams. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Uh, Other than that, yeah, I'm good, man. This was uh, this was great. great. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I, I told you earlier, man. I was sick. like, I'm just like, all right, let's go out. Yeah, like, no, how do I had one beer. We're drinking. Where are we going? Let's, let's <laughs> just. We look good. We got suits on. People can't see. We should stand up. Yeah, stand up and show. We're wearing shorts. But yeah, All right, Crash, thanks, thanks again for coming on, taking the time out of your day to, uh, to sit with us. It's been an absolute pleasure. And I'm, uh, I, I think I speak for George too when I can't wait to see what you guys have coming up. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Same yeah. here. Same here. I love watching you guys. Yeah, we, we're it. having a good time doing this. We got some other things in the works too, which is, it's exciting, we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll announce that in a couple of weeks, too, yeah, maybe yeah, a couple yeah. months or something. But uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's been fun and it's been exciting. But again, thanks so much for coming on. We're going to share a bunch of the, the videos, all the stuff yeah. you guys are doing on social media. We'll share that. So the people who don't, don't know you guys yet, at least for, on our side, we'll get to know you little bit more about what you guys are doing and some of the content and some of the music cool yeah. All awesome right, other than that signing off pals cheers Let's get it cheers peace <laughs>